Welcome to part two of We're Not Really Strangers, where we really are not going to be strangers after this. I feel like I still learn more about you every day. And I pick up on your routine, too. Oh, that sounds creepy. <laughs> Card number one, roommate. Describe your perfect day. So I think we've discussed this privately, but... For those of you who are listening to this, uh, my perfect day is pretty simple. I like to sleep in, and then um, if it's sunny out, I'll go lay under the sun. Like, that's just nice. But not too long. Just enough. Where do you lay on the sun? Like, at a park on a hill. On a hill. Okay, so you do have a perfect image of where you would like to go. Yeah, I want to go to a park. Like, and on what a are hill, you touching? Like, Probably on a blanket, but I want to be able to touch the grass. Oh. I don't want to be laying on the grass. I just want I want to be able to touch it, but I don't want to be laying on it. Yeah, because it gets itchy. Yeah. And preferably, like, something cold to drink. Maybe a book. Maybe just my phone and a podcast. Or maybe just looking at the clouds like I did when I was little is nice. And then after that, I'll get something to eat, but I don't want to eat there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't. So what are you going to get to eat? Like, maybe a sandwich or something. Or, like, a torta or, like, tacos. But, again, I don't want to be enclosed. Like, I don't like to be inside. Okay, so you pick up your food and where do you go after? Like, maybe back to the park. But that's gonna... mm, Or just, like... Or how about you pick up the food before you go? (laughs) Probably that. But that see, like my perfect day does not involve a plan, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick up the food and then sit in my car with the AC on. Like let's be realistic. I'm not trying to be hot. <laughs> I will and not then, be inconvenienced. <laughs> and then probably uh, a movie or a book. Maybe even a game or two. But that's pretty much it. Isn't simple for me. I don't like days that are really overwhelmingly planned. Like, I just kind of like to go with the flow, and that's... Some days, I just like to drive. But I feel like my perfect day would be, like, not the driving. Like, I just want to go... Maybe a five-minute drive, lay under the sun. It's fun. It's nice. And then I get too hot. Then I get food and sit in the air conditioner. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds relaxing. Yeah, and then I watch a movie. Relax. Popcorn, snacks. Ice Mm. cream. Nice what kind shower. of movie to wind down? I'm guessing because it's gonna be around. Well, lately evening. I've been really wanting to watch just like a classic black and white. Doesn't yeah. have to be black and white, but like an old, old school movie. Yeah, like The Bird or like the, the Birds. birds yeah. That was really good. I like to watch that. Yeah, and just calm. You a know? calm setting, quiet. Yeah, I really enjoy its quietness. Another perfect idea would just be like just go to the library that and one i will be enclosed in a space if it's a library for hours i would say you like to just you can literally strike out everything i just said if we're going to the library are you wow like i don't care about the sun i don't care about food i don't i mean most of the time there's parks or little pieces of grass next to libraries why can't you just stay there with the library because i want to be inside the library oh i like to be around the books you know you can get a little bit of both worlds. I guess. <laughs> yeah, perfect day. What You would have both, right? You wouldn't have to pick. But libraries be mad quiet, so then that's just a little awkward. 
like everything every sound is amplified so it's definitely a solo type perfect day i feel like the other plan is a perfect day with someone else have you ever had gas in a library <laughs> what the f- no you said everything is amplified have you ever had gas i don't be farting be loud, honest though. oh silent but deadly i'll be killing you silently <laughs> i'll walk down the stacks go into the self-help books just fart over no. there no someone's like looking for self-help and they're just like damn it stinks <laughs> is it me <laughs> then they never get the self-help they were looking for that's cruel <laughs> damn bro i'm glad i can smell no i guess, I guess life's not so bad <laughs> all right your turn what's your perfect day my perfect day to consider it a day i'm gonna wake up early believe what? it or not yeah. yes yeah so i would wake up early around 9 10 that's early that's pretty early for me because mm-hmm. i like to sleep preferably wear makeup three hours long no two hours i don't do my hair i wake up hungry so i go get something to eat i do like to sit down in a restaurant mm-hmm. get catered to you know and a walk to the beach even though i don't like pierce Feel the sand in your toes. Feel the heat from the sun. Frozen yogurt for sure. Going to some stores. I like to window shop. I love going through Ikea. You know what's unfortunate is that we don't have a dog. Because I really enjoyed being at the dog dog park in Palm Springs with your mom. Yeah, dog parks are really fun. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. I feel like it's low-key creepy if you go to a dog park and you don't have a dog. Like, you can't do that. You can't, huh? It's kind of like, why are you here? It's just like like, if you go childless to a playground. It's like, what what are you doing? Like, you can't be at a park just chilling at the the playground if you don't have a kid. I know. That's why I said it's unfortunate. I would love to go to the dog park because I enjoyed it so much. Seeing just dogs interact with each other and play and get chased by their owners it's interesting to see how different people discipline their dogs like oh definitely some people are take that shit way too serious and then other people are just like dude can you get your dog please like there's no in between yeah some people are like "Uh uh-uh no treats for them (laughs) (laughs) we're on an organic meal today (laughs) and then there's another person oh yeah he's a jumper it's like dude what like nah get get your dog out my face yeah mine is just simple i have to be at the beach for my perfect day i was gonna say that we could go to the beach after we go to the park for my perfect day but then like i don't really want to take off my shoes i can see why it would be your perfect day yeah i love the beach honestly i love looking at the waves i love how the sun looks on the waves i love the animals inside the ocean it's interesting to look at Mm-hmm. And if I do go on the pier, then you can see it. You can see surfers. It's really nice. And yeah. then you can see, like, you can people watch. And you can see a lot of things if you just sit there and observe. Let the record show that Karina will not be very far down the pier. I will not. She's still going to be on the pier where the sand is. Maybe 15 feet? Maybe? No. <laughs> you won't even go on the part of the pier that's over the water. Yeah, you won't. I'm terrified. You know what? Talking about piers... <laughs> The one in Ocean Beach fell, and I believe the one in Imperial Beach was swaying. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all the facts I need. The pier is back up now. She's just still afraid to go on it. Second question. 
If you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be and why? Actually, I do have a perfect answer for this. It would probably be your mom. My mom? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like she has a story. I would maybe just want to talk to her. And when you talk to people about things, Mm -hmm. they tend to open up. If they're comfortable, of course, duh. And talk about things that I'm sure they've never spoken out loud and heard themselves say. Mm-hmm. And I would want to know her story. Mm-hmm. From the beginning, her feelings. It's all about her. Yeah. What did you see? What did you like? Just a couple years ago, or was it maybe a year ago, she was telling us about how she didn't know Leaves had detail. Yeah. Until like a certain age when she got her glasses. But imagine what she has to tell you about Minnesota or. Yeah. You know. I, I would love to have her on this podcast and interview her. And um, initially that was one of my ideas, but I just. It hasn't happened yet. But hopefully in the future, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Thinking about it just briefly now. Initially I wanted to say my dad, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard to get him to open up. But he did open up to me a little bit. And it was, it's pretty interesting. My boss is, I like to talk to her a lot. Um, she's in her mid-80s. And I kind of just like to pick her brain about stuff that's happened to her throughout her life. Because um, she's got an interesting perspective about stuff. So I've kind of been enjoying talking to her about her life on a deeper level um, when I should be working. It's not like it's something that's forced. It just kind of ends up happening. So I feel like she also doesn't mind telling me about stuff. Yeah. But I've been enjoying that. I think that kind of counts. Ultimately, honestly, it would be cool to talk to your brother about, like, his life. Because I don't really know him much. I've talked to him, like, once. That would be interesting to get his perspective on life and kind of where it's taken him so far. Kind of give me a better understanding about you, too, and the way you function and the way your family works if I knew more about like so I kind of know about everyone except for him so that would kind of be like the missing piece yeah definitely he's he's really smart Mm -hmm. we have similar interests so I feel like that would be cool Mm -hmm. some SD rappers you can talk about I'm sure (laughs) yeah it's a a big cultural connection there for sure Chicano culture yeah definitely this is Chicano Shuffle I'm just kidding uh, shout out to Karina's favorite podcast (laughs) <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh no cut it off cut, cut, cut the it, camera cut the, cut the check <laughs> cut the check <laughs> so your boss my boss and your brother yeah I picked I just you. would like to add your boss really went through the the woman empowerment movement yeah woman owned business and i think that is awesome a woman in construction in the early 80s is uh, pretty damn impressive to be honest with you yeah but again story for another time but yeah that's always something that's interesting and it's also awesome to know someone how they went from growing up on a farm to owning a company yes. in one of the most uh, successful cities in the nation it's yes. pretty cool it's amazing it hasn't been too heavy so far but what is that that's only question two Mm -hmm. this is question three what's been your happiest memory this past year so it is 2022 this july you've done a lot 
this past year, but definitely uh, meeting um, a bunch of people I look up to a few weeks ago was really amazing. Fangirl moment. Talk yeah. about it. Just thinking about it now, my voice cracked. <laughs> Talk about it. Um, I got to meet Esteban Oreo, Big Sleeps, OG Slick, um, Fonzie again. Shout out to them. Um, it was insane to oh me. Oh my god. Uh, because these are people I look up to a lot in the industry of uh, being Chicano, lowriders, f- photography, graffiti, identity. identity. All these people are legends to me, so to be able to be in their presence in the same space um around their art around their creation is um amazing like i can't put it into words so out of body experience (laughs) for sure like i i don't i've never really felt like that before where i'm just like oh my god he's standing right there like freaking the fuck out um if you know marcy you know that (laughs) nothing really gets her like jumpy like excited like your heart is just thumping outside of your chest yeah it's hard to get marcy nervous (laughs) try and be pretty controlled about any situation i'm in especially like just kind of calm and kind of look around my surroundings and make sure like i'm good and there i was just like it was literally like uh if i could only see straight and everything around me else was like blurry and i was just like holy shit where am i did that just happen so that definitely is uh one of the biggest moments of this year for me probably for a long time i don't know how i'm gonna top that one it's pretty cool but um yeah and these are people who you've been following for how long middle school age um trying to find uh, my identity and identifying as chicana has a big part of everybody that was in that room capturing the culture Esteban yeah Esteban Oreo is a pretty big deal for me because when I found his work I was like wow this is something bigger and I think it's beautiful he's a storyteller and he's making our people look beautiful I love that because so many times people want to shame what our culture is and try to make it into this gimmick something that can be commercialized and to me um our culture can't be commercialized and it can't be commodified it can't be uh sold and unfortunately that is happening a lot uh, with gentrification but back when i was in middle school it meant a lot to me to be able to find something that resonated with me so deeply and made me feel like i had a space it's a, it's a pretty big deal to me at its essence it's who i am so it's Kind of like your warm blanket that makes you feel comfortable and just kind of being like oh shit there's my comfort like that's the person that made me feel like it's okay to be me oh that's awesome yeah i felt like i could identify a lot with the people and the lifestyle it's been a big deal for me to actually feel like chicanos are being looked at in a positive light in a beautiful light and as they are Esteban, he never made it look like anything but what they are. And I thought it was beautiful. It's raw. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say that um, he raw dogs the pictures. Chinga la madre. <laughs> wow. All right. It's, it's cool. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> That's great. I love that for you. <laughs> I can't imagine what it feels like to meet just a whole 
group of men that just helped you identify and learn about our culture as well. Deeper connect. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. My happiest memory this past year. I'd like to say it was visiting Long Beach during March. It was my mom's birthday and we wanted to do something special for her. We went to Long Beach and the point of that trip was to go visit Jenny Rivera's grave, the studio that she worked at when she was younger, and Jenny Rivera's boutique. We accomplished all of that and we even got to see Pedro, her dad inside the record store which we were not expecting because we were just peeking we didn't even park fully we just half-ass parked (laughs) my mom was peeking and pedro just happened to be there in a meeting and he let her in he welcomed her in he showed her the back rooms i guess you could say the rooms that keep all the records of all his children pictures of his grandchildren like it was very personal who knows how often that happens, but I feel very blessed that my mom got to experience that and meet the dad of her biggest, I guess you can say, idol. Idol, inspiration. Yeah, yeah I think that was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. I mean, your mom was really excited. I don't think she expected that at all. No one did. No. I think we all had a euphoric moment. Well, if anyone knows your mom, they know that she loves Jenny Vera. So for us to actually be able to facilitate in her kind of feeling more close to someone that she felt so much inspiration from was actually a really nice thing. Just like Jenny Rivera, my mom was going through her darkest days when she was listening to Jenny Rivera. She felt empowered by that. Yeah. If she can do it, I can do it too. Yeah. Everybody needs a person of inspiration to kind of lift them up. and Be so unapologetically you. Exactly. And they can rise from all the bullshit, even if it's a lot of bullshit. That was nice. Let's, let us not forget that um, I told your mom to sit on the hotel baggage cart. And yeah. then I <laughs> proceeded to twist her around. It's kind of my personality just be a little... A little goofball. A little goofy that way. To me, uh, I always try and consider people. I just want her mom to feel like no stress and super happy and even childlike if possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything more childlike than for someone to spin you around in a baggage cart and for them not to scream (laughs) no 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 like she didn't scream no no like she she loved it she was laughing yeah she was laughing she's a bit terrified but she loved it (laughs) she just held on yeah so i mean uh, to me it was important to kind of try and capture a little bit of innocence for the most part have a stress-free weekend where she could feel that she was loved and taken care of. Um, yes, like we we handled everything. Mm-hmm. Surprised her with strawberries and champagne. We've tried to do the same thing for both of our moms. I can definitely see how that's a happy memory for this year for you. It was for me as well. It really was. It made me feel like I'm giving back to you. Like <laughs> someone who fed me, made sure to take care of me and teach me things of life. I drove your mom's car around Long Beach with that big Jenny Rivera in the back. With my mom's Jenny Rivera tattoo in her back. <laughs> yeah, like her car, her mom's car has this huge Jenny Rivera, like rest in peace memorial. She got to show in a picture to Pedro too, right? Oh yeah, I showed him. I said, look at the back of her car. And he's like, oh, that's really nice. Thank you. It was sweet. It's keeping her memory alive. Definitely. Question four. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? I have a lot of things that I've unlearned. Mm. I guess one of the biggest 
lessons to never accept disrespect I don't like confrontation I'm a person who doesn't like confrontation but I think I've just allowed too many to slip by mm-hmm. and I'm learning to not accept that it's a good thing yep for you uh, probably establishing boundaries with people and um, specifically uh, allowing people to put their um, emotions before mine mm-hmm. and still something that I'm learning how to do but because you're an empath empaths have a hard time yeah and I find it really easy to under- try to understand where people are coming from and I give them the benefit of the doubt when I know they wouldn't do the same for me and so I've been trying to unlearn that behavior and kind of um, only go where the feelings are mutual and reciprocated. Which actually is really sad when you realize that that doesn't really exist with many people. So, not easy. Not easy at all. That one was a bit rough. How can you become a better person? Question five. I feel like I can become a better person by uh, continuing to learn how to love myself more. If I love me, then I'm able to love you or whoever it is more correctly and from more from a place of understanding. Because if I don't love me, then I'm not going to ever become a better person. You know, in order to become someone better, you have to love who you are. And I'm convinced that people who don't love themselves aren't really the best people because they'll hurt people without realizing that they're doing it because their emotions are so built up that they don't even feel anymore. People, when you say uh, someone's a good person, it's usually because they make you feel loved and I don't think you can really make someone feel loved unless you know how that feels. trying to work on that so that the people in my life really know that I love them and they don't ever doubt it. So I'm doing, trying to do the work to express that more. I, I never doubted if I was a good person or not, but this is a better person. And I feel like that's the missing piece to becoming a better person is just continuing that road to a self-love. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What about you? It would probably be to let anger go. Anger at myself, anger at others anger at the slightest inconvenience anger at not being able to control certain situations mm-hmm. mostly less less anger let the anger go yeah i think that's a good one too anger pil- builds up and you get resentment from anger it could be resentment to anyone towards anyone at anything i grew up with anger so anger is a lot of <laughs> my familiar space yeah, it's funny that mine is uh, love and yours is anger. Question six. When you're asked how are you, how often do you answer truthfully? Not a lot. I think not most people really care how you are. It's just more of a polite thing to say. In Spanish, is buenas tardes, buenos días. In English, it's hi, how are you? Yeah, no one really cares. I'm rotting inside, no. It's, it's interesting though because I used to always say I'm okay. When I told people I'm okay, that they meant like... I'm sad. Everything I'm is just okay. Yeah. yeah. Nothing and is fine. Nothing is good. It's just like, I'm okay. I, I'm not totally depressed, but I'm not really happy. 
like that's kind of like what I meant when I said I'm okay. And I remember one time someone told me, how come you're just never good? You're just okay. Someone noticed. Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, it's a good question. And so ever since then, I've tried to make an effort to be good, not just okay. Because I don't want to be like that person that's just like, I'm okay. Because we've talked about this um, before, how it's important to make sure that people are ready to be there if you do need to, to vent. It's not healthy to just vent on people and telling someone day after day, oh, I'm okay. I don't know what kind of emotional state that's putting someone in. Mm-hmm. To, if they think that I'm always just like, oh, I'm okay. I'm not saying you should lie about it, but... In my opinion, it saves you awkward conversations, for me at least. Well, yeah, for I've, sure. I've seen it unfold before me, where people are like, hi, how are you? They actually said the truth. They said, no, I'm... I'm actually not. Yeah, I'm not okay. <laughs> Nothing really happens. There's What's- different interactions when it's appropriate, right? And this question specifically, like, how often do you answer truthfully? Like, the guy at the in and out drive through hey, how are you doing? Here's your order. It's like, don't even tell me how I'm doing. You're yeah. Just, yeah, definitely. You know, like, that shit's frustrating. Some, like, I try and, like, answer, be like, oh, good, how are you? And I don't, I can't even get to that until you're like, here's your, here's your order. It's like, why'd you even? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So in that situation, like, you know, you're never going to answer. Oh, I'm not okay. Because there's freaking people behind you and stuff, yeah. right? in a friendship or a relationship if they ask you you're okay then i'm sure that's when you would be able to answer truthfully but in a public setting what has been your earliest recollection of happiness okay i'm not trying to be overly sentimental and dark with all my answers or super long-winded so i apologize if my answers are all long as hell but i just thought about it real quick and i'm just gonna go what came to my mind first so the earliest recollection of happiness i would think i was like five i was in the arms of a nurse i had just gotten surgery because i got bit by a dog and i was just happy that she asked me if i wanted apple juice because that meant that i was okay and then she told me that my dad was in the lobby and he had like i was worried because my parents were already divorced at the time so i didn't get to see my dad that often but for her to tell me my dad was in the lobby and that like I knew I was okay and I was awake from um, surgery. That kind of made me happy. That's awesome. Like I felt things were going to be better from that point on. Mm-hmm. Because I was pretty scary as a five-year-old. To yeah, me. well, that's the most biggest <laughs> traumatic moment of your life, of course. Yeah. You're so. just happy you made it out live because um, I'm not going to lie. Spiraling on Reddit, you come across animal attacks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You come across dog interactions and oh my gosh they tear up your whole face yeah. eyeball and all no yeah. disfigurement for life mm-hmm. so the fact that you had skin ripped off of you but you still have your eyes and nose yeah i just i remember i was in shock the next thing i was in the ambulance and the next thing you know i was in the nurse's arms and i was just happy that i was awake what about you for me honestly it was taking trips to Troyas Lake with my whole family. Mm-hmm. Dad, mom, brother, sister. My um, youngest sibling didn't exist at the time. It's because she was still not even made at that point. We went to go feed ducks. We walked and we played in the playground. We took pictures, which are now childhood pictures. It was very dreamy. I can still picture it. 
And back then, I feel like the water looked so much better. I think you discussed that a lot. That would match shirts in different color, but I would match shirts with my sister. Mm -hmm. My mom would do our hair and dress us up. That's nice. I like that. Have you changed your mind about anything recently? It's your turn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I changed my mind about not staying so quiet. I usually like to reserve my thoughts. Probably staying quiet around other people that are not you. I'm very anxious. I don't know if it's recent, but I've just been unapologetically... No. If I don't want it. Like, no. And I used to be like, oh, I guess I'll consider it, but no. Just straight out no. If I don't like it, it's no. <laughs> and that's new. And I don't know if I like it. I don't like. I don't know if I like that aspect of me. So I feel like it's changing me as a person. But I know that it's saving me mentally. I think. Who knows? What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? That one. The one that I just said. Um, oh really? I don't know if these changes are are good or if they're changing who I am or how people perceive me. Am I going down the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Are my feelings valid? Am I letting, like... I don't like to refer to myself as a bitch or anyone else. I really hate that word, but... Am I just turning into a bitch because... I'm hurt? And I'm tired of being hurt? So I'm setting these boundaries that are ultimately... Making me a bitch? That's the answer that I have most right now. It's just like, are these changes that are good for my mental health changing me in a negative way and taking away like from the essence of who I am as a person? Because I, I, I've always kind of liked who I am as a person. I just don't like the fact that I let people control my emotions. I feel like you're doing right as long as you have self-awareness because without self-awareness, you're a piece of shit who is in denial. That's true. I made a joke with my brother the other day because I jumped in front of like five cars because they were going slow as hell. And then I said, damn, that was like a culera move. And then I was like, but am I really a culera if I'm realizing that? Because culeras don't realize that they're doing that shit. <laughs> so it's kind of... Well, you're aware of, constantly aware of, am I doing right? Am I doing wrong? Internally, though, it's just a question I'm constantly asking myself right now. It's really annoying, I'm sure, for you, but it's also annoying for me. But what about you? Am I taking it too personal? Or are you just being an asshole? Because I tend to take a lot of things personal. I mean, I'm trying not to, okay? So I give myself the credit for that, but are you just being insensitive or am I just taking it personal next question when was the last time you surprised yourself i feel like i surprised myself when i i don't have many confrontations but recently in the last year i've confronted just a few people because like i said i like to stay reserved not really used to talking about my feelings yeah admitting that you were hurt that you were hurting I surprised myself because I didn't I didn't feel the words coming out I just you know mm -hmm. it felt right to be like okay this is a moment you have everyone's attention they love you they care for you so speak and I just spoke about very sensitive 
subjects that I've had to deal with myself and go through alone mentally because I had no one's access like no one's ears no one's really help I can second that I feel like we've both been going down that journey of trying to let people know when they're hurting our feelings yeah and I've, I've done that a lot myself and I think I've actually told you I'm surprised I actually said all that because oftentimes you're afraid to say certain things so when you do say it, you're like holy shit I, I said that that's impressive isn't it crazy how we're both very loving people towards the people we care about and we're constantly just letting things kind of just go under the rug not really acknowledging that the disrespect is there a boundary is being crossed and it comes from good intentions it's not like we're pieces of shit it's not like we're like oh yeah fuck you you did this i'm going to do this back it's no, not like it's, that it's not petty bullshit mm-hmm. it's it's more empathetic where it's just like well they've had it rough exactly and it's like making yeah. excuses for people yeah like that's an empath that shit's fucking i'm sorry but it's fucking bogus i don't know if anyone uses that word anymore but that is booty it is <laughs> i mean you know everybody has those days and to sit here and let people step on you or make you feel like shit or not validate your emotions because they had a rough life like that's bullshit everybody has fucked up days you know you yeah. can't sit here and try and compromise or make excuses for why people are mean but being mean is a fucking choice oftentimes that's what i want to work on is like not getting hung up on people that are mean and I, I get hung up on that a lot because I'm just like, it's so easy to be nice. Like, why would you be mean? It's so easy. And I think the opposite. I think it's so hard to be nice sometimes. No. I start people all at the same place with me. Like, you have to earn my meanness. And if you earn my meanness, then it's done. I'm not going back. I'm saying it's hard to be nice because people cross the line and you get mad. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But people have to take you to that point. Yeah, that's true. This whole thing, this circling back to this question you surprised yourself because people freaking took you to that point to where you had to be mean because you're a nice person so it's surprising that someone actually led you to that point to be mean because they're bullshit yeah are you lying to yourself about anything wow these are just like how do you make these questions not personal but every question is personal every question is personal am i lying to myself about anything i think we talked about this when we played this with our sisters and my mom and i think at the time I had an answer and it was more about like my career path but I don't feel like that's really something I'm lying to myself about I mean it's kind of guilt because I went to school and I don't have a job in the thing I went to school for but I don't think I'm lying to myself about it now am I lying to myself about anything like I don't think so no I mean you're welcome to tell me if you think I'm lying to myself about something no but I don't feel like I am I feel like I'm pretty honest with myself you have to be honest what about you? Am I lying to myself about something that I don't emotionally? Okay, I'm just gonna go on and say this. When my emotions hit, I don't cry anymore. I don't cry. I buy. And that's pretty self-sabotaging. And that's you lying to yourself? Yeah, because I'm lying to myself that I don't have a problem and I have a problem. It's a big one. Because, like I said... When you spend too much too often. Mm-hmm. For no other reason than to make yourself happy, then that's a problem. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's okay. It's normal. Nothing in excess. No. Excess is usually not a good thing. Next question. What do you crave more of? Intimacy. 
not in like sexual i crave a lot of intimacy with people conversations deeper uh, conversations all that i had friends for a long time i feel like the uh indicator to whether we're gonna still hang out or not was hanging out with them mm -hmm. and them not giving me that intimacy of eye contact attention i get it makes sense mine is definitely accountability i feel like people in my life kind of don't really hold themselves accountable and it's really frustrating it's probably a big source of my frustration people don't hold accountability for their actions and yeah it's upsetting i mean personally professionally in the wider scope of things people aren't accountable whether it be something as popular as the domestic violence defamation lawsuit with johnny depp and amber heard like just be accountable just admit it why is it so fucking hard you lied i caught you just admit it especially coming from a parent i would love it if there was a little bit more accountability in my life from people do you want to maybe what dig deeper dig deeper <laughs> Why do you think a person has a problem with accountability? What in their life made them that way? Fear. Maybe structure? Structure and fear. Accountability is not just telling the truth. I feel like it's wrapped up in dependability. I hold you accountable. I'm trusting that you will take control of this situation and do the right thing. This is a common reoccurring thing. I feel like I'm constantly the one that's trying to uphold that. And it's not as commonplace as I wish it was. So it's frustrating to me. It's interesting that both of our answers have to do with a human interaction. The final question for me, do you think the image you have of yourself matches the images people see you as? I have no idea. I have no idea. I wonder that all the time. I'm curious about that all the time because I don't really put too much attention on my image. I really don't. And it says here, do you think your image you have of yourself matches the image people see? Internally, I know who I am and I know what I like and I know what makes me me. But on the outside, I don't know if people can clearly see that. I don't know how people see me from the outside. No, I don't know if it matches. I don't think it matches. I try my best to make it match. I've been told that my personality matches my clothing but I really don't know if that's still the truth these days. I think this is more asking how people perceive you. I think that this is the same similar question to the one where I said I really don't know how people perceive me because of the way my personality is changing. I don't know if it matches. Yeah, it changes over the years. Anyway, what about you? Uh, I don't think the image I have of myself matches the image others see because from the feedback I'm getting, I'm very uptight, controlling. And you don't feel like you're any of those things? I like to think I'm very open, but I'm also very quiet. We talked about how I'm trying to fix that, but I'm very quiet. So people don't get a lot of what I'm into, who I listen to or what books I read or anything. Also on social media, the way I portray myself. I used to only ever talk when I was going through a rough situation or some inconvenience. Well, I think that's just the nature of social media. But at the same time, for a long time, I wanted to keep my personal life private. You have to talk to me to know that I like pistachio ice cream. Which are still details that you can keep to yourself, but you can open yourself about experiences you've had. 
my last question. What part of your life works? What part of your life hurts? The part of my life that works is moving with love. The part of my life that hurts. It's been such a constant struggle since I was maybe 12, 13, when I felt the most abandoned because my sister ran away at that time. And since then, the part of my life that hurts is a broken family because it has not been the same since. I understand. It's like a reoccurring theme. For you. I guess the part of my life that works is trying my best to process things and know my worth and stick up for myself. That works. Trying to get better at it. The part of my life hurts is when I get disappointed because me sticking up for myself isn't what I thought it would be. It's frustrating. Can you talk more about that? Nothing hurts more than expecting people to show up for you and they don't. And I don't mean physically, I just mean emotionally. It's hard to open yourself up to people and for them not to understand or for them to take things in a completely different way than what you're trying to express. For them just to not care, straight out not care. That's the part of life that hurts because it's such a hard journey self-love is. So when you make that effort and you try and be open and people don't meet you with that same kindness or understanding, or they try to meet you with negativity instead of understanding, I feel like that hurts because it almost makes you not want to do the work anymore. The part that works is me sticking up for myself and loving myself, but the part that hurts is other people's involvement in that first part. It be the ones that you're closest to. It be the ones, it be the ones, it be the ones. How are you feeling? Are you feeling okay? I'm feeling very open and vulnerable. I feel like I want to eat something. It's almost 9 p.m. We're gonna go ahead and figure out what we're gonna eat. I probably wanna cook something to be honest with you, but it's 9 p.m. like I said. We'll see what happens. Thank you guys for listening to this second episode of We're Not Really Strangers. There's a third tier. I think we're gonna hold off a little bit on doing that one. We'll let this one marinate for a bit. This is a very honest and open discussion. I think that this is a lot of very intimate detail in the way that our mind works. And I don't know how many people are actually willing to put this type of deep thought onto the internet. <laughs> this is human nature and this is the human experience. This and is just our experience. I think that our idea- This is our story. <laughs> okay, freaking. We've been watching Johnny Cape Plus 8. Anyways, um. <laughs> That's a topic for our next episode, which is not going to be um, this this uh, serious. And, uh, this serious. It will include very various topics. topics that are dealing as the usual pop culture and stuff. But um, we wanted to just kind of have this format following the first video. video and get to know you guys. Or recording. You guys can get to know us a little better. So hello, stranger. As always, feel free to leave a comment on our Instagram, Cultura Firme. Any feedback is always welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed raw dogging us. What? What? What is up with you and raw It was just a very raw episode. It was very raw. I just wanted to make a joke and make a couple people laugh. All of you kind people. Kind souls. Kind souls whose intentions are good. Please don't let us be misunderstood. Tune into the next episode. Thank you. We're out.